0: What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Margo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Air for Rhett Titus. This is the King of Old School, Steve Reno. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROHCats at ROHWorld.com.
1: Stay tuned, wankers, or are you going pair in London? Two two, two two, two two, two two. <laughs>
2: Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the 62nd installment of the ROH cast here on ROHworld.com. This is not the voice you're used to hearing. I know this is not Harry, but I am Des Delgadillo. But more importantly, I am the zombie podcaster here alongside the backbone of ROHworld.com, two men who compose the core of this very website. I'm here, first of all, with the co-owner... And editor for ROHWorld.com. He is the podcast bandit. Steven is on the program with us. Hi, everyone. And of course, he is my fellow countryman. He is a fellow writer here on ROHWorld.com. John is also on the program. John, how's it going?
0: It is going great. And, Des, today is a big day here in America. November 6th is the day that will change the world forever. Absolutely. Halo 4 was released today.
2: (laughs) That will also happen, correct? So, speaking of things that are being released, of course, we're here to release a little bit of news before we get started with the uh, daily agenda, the weekly agenda here on the ROH cast. And uh, that involves, of course, the, the other co-owner here of ROHworld.com, Harry. Now, of course, you don't hear his voice on the program this week, and you didn't hear his voice last week because uh, Harry, in fact, went back on a handshake agreement he had here with ROHworld.com and the ROH cast specifically. When he appeared on another professional wrestling program last night and uh, well ROH cast is not too fit to do business with Harry from here on forward so we wish Harry all the best in his future endeavors
1: and I'm looking for uh, you know somebody to, to buy him out because you know, he's still the co-owner I don't like the fact that he's still the co-owner so if anyone wants to stump up the cash and, and buy him out and, and become a you know shareholder alongside myself then uh, you know, tweet him or, you know, tweet RH World and we'll put you in contact with Harry because you know, the, the, the sooner we, we get rid of him, the better.
2: Are you guys thinking of think going public? Go to tournament. <laughs> <In> tournament.
1: <laughs> to become co-owner.
2: <Kelowna>? Yes. <laughs> are you guys uh, thinking of going public and publishing a survey that says that there are 108 million com subscribers?
1: There's more than that, I'll tell you that. But like nothing. <laughs>
2: Well, we've got a lot on the docket this week, gentlemen. Lots to talk about, of course, this weekend. A big weekend in the Ring of Honor community. The built-to-final battle is on. And, of course, we're going to talk all about that here at the end of the show. But if you don't want to join us for that, we understand and we'll give you fair warning, trust me. But uh, first of all, we did have a bit of Ring of Honor television this past weekend. A Road Rage edition from Glory by Honor 11. And uh, let's chat about that first, gentlemen. What did you think of this Road Rage TV show?
1: Uh, I'm not a big fan of the whole road rage sort of uh, idea, especially with you know footage from my pay per view. I know we've we've spoken a lot about road rage, and I think it'd be you know acceptable if it was from live events that the majority of the fan base won't see. But you know we, we've paid for this event; it was what a few weeks ago now, and, and they're already yeah. repeating it. But um, yeah, you know, the, the, the match that they picked for the main event was uh, Lethal against Richards, which was a, you know a magnificent match and. They actually played it in its entirety as well, so um, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I didn't think they would because obviously it was quite a long match. But they they selected uh, Tadarius Thomas against Roderick Strong as the opener, and obviously that match didn't go ahead, and it ended up being Thomas against uh, Rhino, and it was quite a quite a quick match, and was more of sort of storyline advancement. So um, uh, the, the only sort of fresh content we got was the Inside ROH segment, which uh, gave us a, an interview with Matt Hardy. Um, Super heel, Matt Hardy, as well. He was, he was sort of belittling uh, a lot of the Ring of Honor roster. Uh, I think he spoke about the Briscoes and said it was cute that they'd won seven tag team titles. Um, I think that, that was were his word exactly. Uh, he also spoke about David Richards and said that, you know, he, he'd already he'd he'd travelled the world and, and wrestled all over the world before he was 20 years old. So whatever Richards has done, isn't much of an accomplishment. Um, and then he went on to say that ROH, the only thing that ROH is missing is one mainstream face that is known by all TV sets across the world. And we, you know that's obviously the fact and that, that is why Ring of Honor have signed the headbangers.
2: Yes, they are one collective face of tag team wrestling. They
1: are. They are the you know they are the men that wear skirts. They are they are the trend setters, you know, people across the world are going to see these guys and remember them from their amazing tag team running WWF. Yes. And this is going to bring in, you know, this is going to bring the buy rates. Final Battle 2012, even if they're not there, it's going to be, you know, if, if it's anything less than 100,000, I think SPG will be very disappointed, to be honest.
2: Oh, 100,000. I mean, I think you're underestimating this. I think it's going to do yeah, huge I numbers.
1: So. I think so. Um, we also, in the Inside RH segment, we saw brief, very brief highlights of Kevin Steen against Michael Elgin, uh, their title match, Um and um, we also saw the aftermath where Steam was given the, the present or the, the the box from Nigel McGuinness, which uh, included an Alginerico mask. Uh, and then before the final um, final match, the the main event, we saw uh, highlights from the end of the Survival of the Fittest final last week, which obviously was Davey Richards going up against uh, Jay Lethal. So that flowed well into the the match as well. So they did it quite well, to be honest. Um, you know, it was it was an enjoyable match. You know, anyone that watched Gloria by will. Remember that match and remember it to you know being a very very good match. So um, you know, in, in terms of wrestling, it was it was a, a decent show, but it being so close after Goya Barna, I think they, um, I don't know, I think they just needed something a bit more. M- maybe have fresh content in that the first half of the show. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what they could have done, but I think it was maybe a bit too too uh, soon after Goya Bana to um, to do the, the road rage. And I, I know you mentioned that. This sort of following, you know, that this week is going to be uh, big in terms of build for final battle. But this uh, this weekend, the, the, the next edition of IRH and SBG is going to be another road rage from Gruyberna 11, uh, which is a bit annoying. I suppose you know they've already they've they've, they've already filmed TV. You know, they filmed it on Saturday, so. I suppose it'd be good to get that in as, as quickly as possible and, and get the build into final battle. But we are going to see another Road Rage. Um, we're going to see Adam Cole against Eddie Edwards for the TV title. Uh, that's the only match that they announced. Uh, but they also announced more exclusive comments from Matt Hardy. So that's something to really look forward to. Oh,
2: boy. i
0: got to tune in that next That kind of annoys me because Glory by Honor wasn't even a month ago and we're already sitting on free television. And it makes me wonder why people would want to buy the entire show when they can just wait three weeks and see all of the important main matches from the show free on television. And if, I, I like the idea of Road Rage. I like the idea of showing things that have happened in house shows. But I don't like the idea of using it to show things from pay-per-views. If they would have shown possibly the Jay Lethal and Kevin Steen title match from Killer Instinct or the main event from Caged Hostility, like important matches from house shows, I could understand. But I'm I'm just getting annoyed seeing them continually showing all the main matches from our pay-per-views that we had just seen.
2: No, I completely agree with you. And and I think, you know, just to play devil's advocate here, I think ring of honor might feel that, uh, when you put these pay-per-view matches on television, you're sort of enticing fans to invest in another show, uh, maybe invest in final battle in December. And I think, uh, they're saying, you know, if you, if you buy final battle, then you get these quality matches live. Um, but, of course, I think it's doing the complete opposite. I think it's making fans dependent on the television show and thinking, well, you're right. Like you said, John, if I wait three weeks, then I can get all of the main matches for free. I don't I don't have to waste my time. I don't have to invest my money. I get it all in easy-to-digest 60-minute packets of time instead of a three-and-a-half-hour show. So uh, I think the Road Rage, they could really use some retooling and they can really use a different vehicle through which they can market their internet pay-per-view properties um but right now the road rage it's just not doing it for me uh even with all the Matt hardy comments just not doing it for me
1: (laughs) no i mean i i you know i agree with what you both said i think road rage as a concept is probably is a good idea but you know it's so close you know so close after the the actual event and i think if anything it's going to uh, annoy fans who have, have bought have, you know, bought pay-per-views, and I don't think Ring of Honor are in a position to really annoy the fans who are buying these pay-per-views after what's happened uh, this year, so um, I, I don't know, I, mean, I, I still think that house shows would be the best way to go I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt DVD sales that much um, to be honest with you, and uh, as John said maybe show like the, the, the main event from a, a recent house show, or maybe even not the main event, maybe even you know, a good mid-card match. Uh, a couple of, you know, good mid-card matches. Like they did with the, um, was it Southern Host- Hostility and was it Northern Aggression? Back from the the end of last year, the yeah, two Carolina right. shows. And I know they, um, they showed a few matches from those two shows. And I thought those ra- road rages worked pretty well. Because it was, you know, it was stuff we hadn't seen before. And it was, you know, it, it still engaged people. And it, it made people sit up and take notice. Because, you know, they showed that the tag match that was reportedly the, the longest the longest pro wrestling match in modern history or whatever it was. So I think they can, they can still entice people into you know, buying pay-per-views without actually giving you know, stuff people have paid for away so soon after, after buying it.
2: And it gives people a reason to go to house shows, because right now house shows yeah. feel sort of secondary. And if you put these house shows on TV, I think it would be a great way to sort of bolster the attendance there and get more fans uh, feeling that this is an important thing. To go to a Ring of Honor house show, it's tantamount to a pay per view. It's tantamount to a TV taping. So get out to a house show and see what happens.
1: No, I think the the little sort of promotion they do the house shows on the TV show. I think it just comes across as you know, like do we sort of market their house shows as if it's sort of you know you're you're going to see the superstars rather than this is you know this is uh, this is going to be a great show and this is going to be the Ring of Honor experience. It's sort of just. You know, go along and see your favorite star sort of thing. And as you said, uh, I think it would definitely it would definitely help the house shows because you know, they haven't been doing fantastically recently. So uh, I think they could do all the help they need, and it would stop us moaning about them putting the pay per views on as well.
2: Absolutely. John, any final comments on the TV? Uh, no, nothing different from what y'all have said so far. All right. Well, I know John's got some comments here for our next segment. Of course, podcast Worst Nightmare has got the... News ready for us here, which you can find every week over at rohworld.com. You can check it out there. All the news, all your Ring of Honor news, notes, and analysis. And, uh, well, here's John giving you a weekly Ring of Honor news update. (laughs)
0: This is a match that fans have been clamoring for for years. This is a match that fans have been wanting to see ever since the Kevin Steen and El Generico feud began. And announced on ROH's official site, from what has happened at this past TV taping, on 12-16-2012, at Final Battle, El Generico will challenge Kevin Steen for the ROH world title. No way. In a ladder war. What? Yes, ladder war four has been announced.
2: They, did these two have a ladder match look. in?
1: Was it PWG?
2: Uh, it, yeah, did they, I they really did. God, I think I was there actually. That's kind of sad that I don't remember that.
1: These two have had so. I think this has had so many matches that it's sort of hard to remember them all. I mean, that's not a bad thing because they've been, they've all been so good. But um, I, I, I don't know how to sort of feel about this. I am. I, I'm glad that it's turned out to be Generico facing Steam, and. It should be a really, really good match, but I, I don't know. It's just I, I, I don't know whether ladder war was the right right decision. I mean, what do you two guys think?
2: What do you, what do you think would
1: have gone? Absolutely. Go ahead, I absolutely John. think it's the right decision
0: here because Steen and Generico competed in the first two ladder wars. They, they're pretty much synonymous with the ladder war in Ring of Honor, and their feud has been probably the most intense feud Ring of Honor has seen possibly ever. And the only way to blow it off would be in the
1: Ladder War. Yes, yeah, I, so think I this... suppose there was no other way, really, to go. I mean, they've had the fight without honor. They've had, you know, the, you know the, the matches during 2010, the amount of violent matches they had. I suppose, from that point of view, there was really no other way to go. And they couldn't really just go and have a normal match, could they? There was never, that was never going to be on the card. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, they are never going to have a pure rules pure yeah, yeah, match a final battle. 10-minute time <laughs> limit match or something. But, um, yeah, I suppose from that point of view, and as you say, the history of Ladder War, I suppose it it does make sense from that point of view, um, but yeah, it is, it is one I'm looking forward to. I, I say I am glad that they have picked Generico, and I don't know. I think it, it just the thought of Generico being in the RH ring again, even if he's not going to be you know signed to a contract and isn't going to be a regular member of the roster again. I think you know I'm, I'm looking forward just to you know just to see him again in the you know in a Ring of Honor ring, really.
2: And I think this is totally the next logical step. I mean, like you guys said, you've got the history that you can play off of, and you've got that logical progression Excuse me, where you can have Generico and Steen have what I think right now is being built as the be-all, end-all, you know, the blow-off kind of match for Ring of Honor. You know, other companies have, you know, the Hell in a Cell. I think that's sort of the ultimate ending kind of match, or at least it used to be. I think Ladder War is sort of at that equivalent. That's been the match that ends feuds. It's it's the ultimate match. So I think this is really going to attract fans. You've got the history, you've got the story, and you've got this, this match type, and you've got Kevin Steen just on a path of destruction. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. And, and I never got to talk about this. Uh, I didn't get to come on the show after Glory by Honor 11, but just the reaction that the fans had to Generico's Mask you knew right then that whenever Generico came back, it was going to be a special moment. And that special moment's going to happen at Final Battle, and my God, it's going to be special.
1: I'm glad they're doing it at Final Battle as well. I know a lot of people were saying that maybe Lethal should challenge at Final Battle and have Generico against Steen at the uh, 11th anniversary show. But I think, you know, Generico and Steen have had so much history at Final Battle that, you know, I think it has to end that Final Battle. You know, this is a chapter... That, you know it has to end that, and uh as you you know as, as you said Dez, i think the the reaction just to the, the the mask shows you how pumped up people are just to see him again and you know the, the reaction he'll get at, at final battle should be should be pretty special, and i think he's the, he's probably the only guy that they could bring in that would get people to boo or to you know to to root against steam so from that point of view it's it's the correct decision and I'm just glad that they've sort of overlooked the whole contract thing and and I so say, hopefully, you know, maybe we'll see Generico on a sort of semi-regular basis. I mean, is there any chance of him winning the belt? What do you guys think? I mean, personally, I, I don't see him winning it, but I don't think I mean, so. who, who knows? it makes sense right now.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see him winning it. But whether Generico wins the title or whether Steen walks out still champion, this is the really the only choice they had for the main event of Final Battle. This is the perfect choice they had. No other match would have gotten people as excited. To watch this show, as Generico and Steen in a ladder war would have gotten people and has gotten people already. And I, and I think I just, it, sorry, go on. And I just think no matter who walks out the champion, this would be the perfect blow off and the perfect end to the what four year long saga these two people, these two wrestlers have had.
1: Hmm. And I think it's it's the right match to use the final battle as well because I've I've seen a lot of people who you know maybe were Ring of Honor fans and aren't. As big a ring of Honor fans anymore, and I've, you know, I've seen people like really say how much they're looking forward to this show. And you know, I think just this match announcement alone has has turned a lot of people's you know attention to the show. And I think it will do very good business. I can see it doing very well on i pay per view. And uh, you know, even the, the other things that have been announced so far, that you know, the whole show is just it looks like it's going to be you know continue on from Gori which. It seemed like Ring of Honor was, was back and it was getting back, you know, back into the groove again. So hopefully they can continue that. And as you two said, that, you know, this batch is the only one really to, to top everything up and end the year on a, on a high, really.
2: Just to add one final point here before we move on in news, I hope that Ring of Honor uses the history that CN and Generico have to their advantage. They've got a few weeks of TV. I, think that, I believe they tape five shows. They have five shows to put together some awesome recap videos and educate Mm. the new ring of honor fans to this is an awesome rivalry that kevin steen and el generico have had over the past four years in this company they were friends there was betrayal there was blood there was you know generico costing his career and then steen had to fight his way back and now he's a champion that is an awesome story but if you're not familiar with the Ring of Honor product and you're just casually watching on television, you need to be educated, so you can be invested in this big finish to the storyline that, quite frankly, has just been on hold for the past year.
1: I, I, I'm sure they will, you know, explain it. And as you say, hopefully they'll come up with, you know, a good video package or something. Because, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. With the you know new new fans might look at this and think, well, what's you know what's the big deal or whatever, and. You know, Ring of Honor fans who've you know known the product for a few years now will you don't really need any explanation about this, but yeah. hopefully new fans will will understand. And, and Ring of Honor, you know, as you say, five weeks now to to do the job of getting people hyped up for this match, and it really shouldn't be a, a difficult uh, task, really. All
2: right, John, let's go? What's up next in the news? Well, as we all know, a few weeks
0: ago, Jim Cornette was removed as the on-air authority figure. Of Ring of Honor after the actions at the Rawway Killer Instinct show, and this past weekend, a new authority figure was announced. Really? And it was no and it was no other than former Ring of Honor champion and former now color commentator Nigel McGuinness. Whoa! And I think this is a perfect choice. He's been he's someone who's been around Ring of Honor for years now. He's somebody that I don't think is ever going to step back in the ring as a wrestler no matter how much other people want to see him wrestle. And he just has that air of just authority to him. Obviously, now that he's the authority figure, he better, but he just seems like somebody who could handle this kind of job in the kayfabe world, and it just makes sense that he, like, he's somebody that they can trust to make the matches and everything. If, if What I'm saying makes sense.
2: Now, have they clarified that he will no longer be on the color commentary position?
0: Yes, I read somewhere that the commentator, his name escapes, escapes me. The commentator who did the uh, one match Boiling Point was there to commentate.
2: Oh, that guy. He, he was quite yeah, good from what I remember. I maintain I didn't like him. I think Nigel was just coming <laughs> into his own as a commentator. That's unfortunate, actually.
1: Yeah, it's just, that's the one thing I was sort of holding back on this, because you know, I think Nigel's great on the mic, and you know, as John said, he's got this sort of history of ring of honor to... Be able to walk into this this role, no problem. But yeah, I thought he was really progressing as a commentator. I really enjoyed. You know, I thought he he helped Kevin Kelly not sound as bad as he probably would. Um, you know, he was funny at times, and uh, he was really coming to his own. So,
2: yeah.
1: if this has sort of ended his commentary sort of career in ROH, and that that is a bit of a shame. I don't know whether this will just be sort of a, a, a temporary thing until. Well, I, you know, we've heard Cornette's not coming back, but you know, we, we never know with we, Cornette, he might come back in a few weeks. I mean, um, but yeah, I think that's the one negative is that if you know, Nigel isn't, isn't going to be on commentary anymore because maybe he will be for pay per views or something. Um, maybe. I, mean, I suppose the authorized figure isn't going to be sort of being involved in the pay per view much, but um, yeah, that's the only sort of downside I see to this. But um, overall, I, I think it's a good, uh, good choice. Um, I mean, really, there wasn't really that many sort of you know people that could have walked into this role. I mean, there was, so there was Nigel, and then maybe even someone like a, a Prince Nana or Truth Martini, You, and did, did those two really make any sense? Not, not really. So, I suppose Nigel was the only logical choice.
2: You know, Nigel added so much to that match at Final at uh, Glory by Honor 11 with Elgin and Steen. I mean, Nigel brought the emotion into that match even more so, I think, than if you were there live. And, uh, you know, I think that was just the perfect sign. Like, wow, Nigel, over the past year, has just become this awesome commentator, head and shoulders above any of the other commentators you hear right now. And, uh, you know, now that they're taking him off, I think I read somewhere that, you know, Caleb Seltzer is supposed to be Kevin Kelly's project of sorts he's supposed to be the guy that kevin kelly sees taking over when he can't do it or, anymore or when he doesn't want to do it anymore so i guess this is sort of the first step to that and uh introducing caleb seltzer to the fans a little bit but uh i don't know i mean nigel yeah you guys you guys said it right he's got the credibility he's uh got the rapport with the ring of honor fans and he's a tough guy i mean he he's got the the aura that you don't mess with Nigel McGinnis, even though he hasn't wrestled for a while. Even though he's a little funny, you don't mess with the guy. So I don't know if that's going to lead somewhere. I don't know if Nigel's going to sit and do color commentary at the pay-per-views. Maybe have the idea that he wants a, a front row seat, a closer look at the action. I mean, you can do a lot of things here, and it's going to be fascinating to see where it goes. So uh, what's going on, John? What else is going on in the uh, Ring of Honor news this week?
0: That is all the news this week. It's a slow news week in Ring of Honor.
2: Slow news week. All right, well, we're going to jump right into our next topic because we've still got quite a few things to cover here on this ROH cast. Of course, we like to give you an opportunity to air your grievances, ask your questions, and just let your topics be heard. So let's get to it right now. Steven's going to answer some of your listener topics, and there are so many ways you can get your questions to us. Of course, you can tweet us at roh underscore world. You can post your topics on our Facebook wall, Facebook.com forward slash rohworld. You can post them on our forum. rohworldcom World.com slash forum. And of course, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, you want to kick it old school, you can send us an email. Contact at rohworld.com. Let's get to it. It's time for your listener topics.
1: So um, I'm off my motorbike at the moment, so hopefully we'll be uh, able to do all these without any problems. Uh, Did you jump that uh, shot, Fonzie? (laughs) The first one we have, uh, we have a few on our forum. The first one comes from Robert Reed, who asks, who do you think RH spoils their own TV show on their website? I think he's referring to the uh, announcements that we just covered in the news segment. Um, I guess they
0: wanted to give us something to talk about in the news this week
1: yeah yeah they were they thinking of us. us
0: yeah
1: I think that the whole Steen and Generica thing was i think they just want to get as much sort of publicity from that as, as possible. you can't really blame for that and just the Nigel thing i mean I don't really know why they've they spoilt that, but I don't think it's a, a massive sort of deal break or anything so um i don't know i mean i, I know they've they've i know a lot of the the r h wrestlers on on twitter and and, and stuff have sparked quite a few sort of things that happen at the tapings, which I'm not sure I really sort of agree with. I think they should at least try it and sort of, you know, not announce things and, and matches before they're, they're actually shown on TV. But maybe that's just me and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's- I think it's weird when they just completely ignore the flow and the, like, when things are revealed on TV. I think they need to try to... Keep like respect people who don't want things spoiled for them and, and not say things that are not going to happen for another three weeks on TV and already start referencing things like that on Twitter or on Facebook or on their website even without saying, hey, this hasn't aired yet.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's a very old school philosophy to do that too. And, and I think it's hard now to kind of adhere to that with, you know, the presence of the Internet and it, these things that make the results and the information so readily available to people. I think it's really hard, especially for a company like Ring of Honor, that has a, a fan base of mostly internet-savvy people. I mean, let's face it, that's the majority watching Ring of Honor right now, regardless of what they want to tell you. Um, so it's it's sort of hard to keep that under wraps. And I can see that I can kind of feel the struggle there. You can just see it in the continuity issues. You, they're trying to find which audience they want to play to more: the internet fans or the casual fans. And uh, it's it's an interesting struggle, to say the least.
1: Uh now we we go to this week's troll questions from Marcus. I believe he has Oh, sorry, sorry Stephen. Um, uh, I, I don't believe that's his he's not I, the anonymous I have, general manager. I've just received
2: uh... an email actually from the anonymous ROH cast general manager and I quote uh actually just it just says to play this. <laughs> What
1: the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> I even, even Marcus music's trolley I mean come on. Oh, God. Um. all right then I believe is, there's a couple that well that, this one isn't a spoiler anymore because Nigel's been announced, but he's put Nigel was named the new executive producer while it's a step in the, in the direction to not let Mondo be in charge. We're still likely to see the police shut down ROH because of a Maria on a pole match. Why do SBG hate wrestling so much? Why? There's orphans in Mississauga who only get to watch ROH. Why do SBG hate orphans?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know why they hate orphans. Uh, perhaps that'll be a, a, a question for ROH cast episode 1000 when we interview somebody from SBG. We'll ask him that question.
1: Um he says, I said in a thread that I thought QT Marshall's name stood for Quiet Tinkler, a reference to his famous public piss syndrome. <laughs> However, sources say it's actually Quick Tug, referring to him being able to sneak away pleasure himself and return without any suspicion wherever, whenever he wants. <laughs> I don't have any actual questions about this. I just thought it was newsworthy <laughs> for the website. <laughs> well, thanks for well, the, the tip there. We need to get in cahoots then. Yeah, it certainly was new well. Thank you. Um, with wrestling's great tag team becoming stale and Truth Martini with nobody to manage, is it time to get rid of Shelton and pair Charlie and Martini to form the heart of Truth? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: That would be fantastic.
1: Absolutely. That, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, get rid of Shelton. No one likes him. He's not entertaining. Yeah, really. but Char- yeah keep Charlie Hart. That's, that's good. Um, is that another one? It's... Uh, if Steve Carino wore his lucky white suit, do you think he would have been okay? He would have lost the match anyway, bled all over it, and been unconscious, but his ribs still unhurt. I mean, that's referring to Carino. He injured himself at the TV yeah, tapings. and
2: yeah, yeah, he did hurt himself. But uh, I think reports are, right now say that uh, he should be okay.
1: Yeah, I think he tweeted saying that he, he felt he felt okay, so hopefully he won't miss any ring time. But yeah, I think the white suit would have you know, completely... Uh, made that situation a you know, hundred times better, but I suppose you can't wrestle in white suits. Um, DX End of Euro in 1994 asks, so RRH actually came out with a Harsehole T-shirt, your thoughts? If, if, no this, thoughts. Yeah, if, if no one's seen this...
0: My thoughts. Yeah,
1: if no one's seen this on the Tuesday riot, they brought out, um, I think it says 100% pure Harsehole or something. And I mean, and this is gimmick infringement. I mean, they're, they're, all of these ideas were, were come up, you know, we're made up by us, so I think we deserve a cut of cut the profits at least.
2: We Absolutely do. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do. Yeah,
0: I say we at least need to open our own store. And any time we get an idea, we just release a shirt with that idea on it.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's plenty of original ideas we could come up with. Um, Can
2: you imagine how much money we would make right now off the toot toot?
1: Well, I know. Yeah, the, the thousands of fans we get tweeting to us every day saying we want some toot toot merchandise. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's something for the future. Maybe we'll. We'll dive into that. Um, another question from DX, such as 1994 asks: When are your what are your thoughts on the heavy RH influence in Chikara's Tornio Cybernetico this year? With Team Steen consisting of Steen, Jacob, Bravados, Briscoes and Youngbucks versus Team Kingston, is there a good chance we'll see El Generico on Kingston's team now that the final battle main event has been announced?
0: I think there's going to be a good chance of seeing El Generico on Kingston's team, regardless of what the Ring of Honor final battle match would have been. But I'm all in favor of that team. Steen's made it known on a video for Chikar that it wasn't Team Ring of Honor. It was just team people he happened to get for his team, basically. <laughs> and I can see and all, pretty much all of those besides the Briscoes have some kind of feud going on in Chikar. So it just kind of happens to work out that way. So I'm excited for it. Even though we, I don't think we know who's on Kingston's team yet.
2: Not yet, no. Um, they should announce it soon, I think.
0: But it should be um, pretty obvious based on who's been announced for Steen's team, who will get most of Kingston's team. No,
1: nah, I liked Steen's promo with with the Young Bucks, sort of an, announcing the team. I thought that was that was quite funny. Um, la- DX versus Rose's last question is: Do you think Jay Lethal will pull a Money in the Bank with Survivor the Fitty shot and challenge the champion? Immediately after Ladder War 4 ends, I hope and pray this does not happen. Oh.
2: well. If you want to turn Jay Lethal heel, that's how you do it.
1: Yeah, I think I think it was was Harry actually who came who sent me a message and come up with this saying that Generico should win the battle, and then Lethal should just come straight out and, and just and uh, and and beat him for the battle, just like he did with the uh, the TV title. So yeah, that that would that would get him a ton of heat. So and that's why he's not here
2: anymore because he comes yeah. up with horrible ideas like that.
1: Yeah, that's not something I'd like to see, but you couldn't blend if they did do that because that would, yeah, that would get lethal ton of heat. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple here, but they are sort of uh, they have spoilers of what happened at the TV tapings, so we might leave those to um after we've spoken about the the TV taping. Um, got some on Twitter uh, at Leechlander who is. Uh, very supportive of uh, Charlie Haas' um, infatuation asks, Number one, what did each ROH World member write in their get well email to Jim Cornette? I must confess, I haven't actually sent him one. Um, and I don't believe John has either, but... No, Dez... I, I don't care if he gets well or not. <laughs> <laughs> but Des was a nice, caring fan, and, and I believe you sent him an email, didn't you, do
2: Yes, I, I tried to raise uh, Jim Cornette's spirits there, and uh, I sent him an email consisting of various funny pictures of adorable cats. <laughs> I thought that would... Uh, and you got no response. doing various they got no adorable response. things? They were doing various adorable things, including wanting to have
1: cheeseburger. Well, Jim no, well, uh, Cornette knows a lot about wanting cheeseburgers. So. He yes. does,
2: and I thought he would really identify with that cat.
1: <laughs> I guess not. Um, Andy Tweets stuff says, do you think Generico has a legitimate, uh, legitimate chance at winning the world title? We've sort of already spoken about that. Or do the headbangers have a better chance? I don't think the headbangers have a better chance of winning the world title. Again, are the headbangers one person. I think they are. I think they're they just, are. They're yeah. just one entity. Honestly, I'm they could do you. the free bird roll with the world title. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Who there wouldn't want to going. see that? Yeah, have them come out and just destroy whoever wins the final battle and, and win the belt. And then they could mosh mean, afterwards. Yeah, the whole crowd could just mosh. And I'd, I'd, mosh, <laughs> I'd mosh. I'd mosh sitting here watching at home. I'd, I'd mosh. I'm down for that.
2: Can you imagine the, the the Ring of Honor fans turn heel on on everybody, and they start cheering for the headbangers?
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, at Project One Six One asks, do you think Matt Hardy versus Adam Cole will take place at Final Battle 2012? And if so, thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I think it will. I think it's it's pretty obvious that Matt Hardy's going to have a match, and you know, with what happened at um, Gorobano, I just don't see where else. Uh, Hardy could come in, come into play, really. So I think that's a definite uh, match of final battle. If My thoughts on it, I don't really know what to think about it. I mean, I've not seen Hardy wrestle for, for years, but uh, as long as it's not a permanent thing and he doesn't come in for a long period of time, I mean, I don't really necessarily think that Cole sort of needs a win over someone like Matt Hardy if he's going to do a lot for Cole as a character. But if he just comes in and, and you know, puts over Cole at final battle and then leaves, I've... I've got no real massive problems with that. What do you do think?
0: I don't want to see Matt Hardy in Ring of Honor, but if he is going to be in Ring of Honor, I think this feud with Adam Cole is the best use of him. I think the two competitors have a very good match together. I think their styles would just mesh really well together. And if it's just this one-time thing, I'm I'm okay with it, but I don't want to see any kind of extended run with Matt Hardy in Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah, yeah I think when
1: I think they, there were some reports that uh, Hardy was going to be in, involved in a major angle, at final battle. And I think a lot of people were were thinking that it was going to be Hardy against Steen, and now he's turned into what it looks like, Hardy against Cole. Uh, so it's, as John says it's much, it is a much better use for Hardy than putting him in, you know, at the world title sort of uh, level, because I think people would have just completely crapped on that, to be honest. I mean, uh, but as I said, as long as he's not staying for too long and as long as he's just coming to put over coal, then I have no sort of real complaints about it
2: yeah I hope he does put over Cole uh, that would be the, re- the logical thing to do but we'll see
1: yeah I can't I, I don't know I can't, I can't see him winning but we never know um, we have oh we have another one from at M.E. Roney, I think he is. he asks Washington versus Steen who have you got I don't really understand the question do you a- Abraham Washington? Oh, listen. I, I think I asked for some presidential theme questions, and it, and he just typed Washington versus Steen. Who have you got
2: Well, I don't think Steen can take Washington because I don't think he's an American <laughs> citizen. That said, yeah, that's a good
1: point.
0: Yeah, I think well, Steen yeah, could still somehow find a loophole. He can get his lawyers in here to find the loophole, and they're somehow making himself become president.
2: That would be awesome.
0: So if those if those lawyers can find a way to get him back in Ring of Honor. They can do anything.
2: <laughs> you know, I hate to be uh, political on the ROH cast, but this is an important holiday. Well, it's not a holiday, but it should be here in the United States. So if you haven't gone out and voted yet, get out there and vote for Mark Briscoe. I did, and you should too.
0: <laughs> if All not right. Mark Briscoe, Roseanne is also on the ballot.
2: Yeah, don't vote for her.
1: I don't get that, but it might be an American thing.
2: It, it is, and it's one that we really, it hurts to explain. So let's ask, <laughs> let's answer another question.
0: I, I I don't feel pain, so I'll explain it if you want me to.
1: Well, you are get a very good at explaining match stipulation. So it, explain, explain in explain in, Roseanne in in as little detail and as quickly as possible. No, Roseanne was a
0: late eighties early nineties comedian. She had her own television program called the Roseanne. I think it was just called Roseanne, where she also well, who else was on that show?
2: Uh, it was. Was his name
0: Dan? It was was a guy's name, Jerry Springer. I wish I think it was. Was it? Was it? It wasn't, I can't remember the guys. It wasn't John Goodman, was it?
2: No, I don't think it was. No, John Goodman was something another show.
0: Okay, well, she was an early 90s comedian and she's been around for the better part of 15 to 20 years now, much like the headbangers, actually. (laughs) And she's now on the ballot to become president of the United States of America. And if you don't vote for her, you hate this country.
2: Under the Peace and Freedom Party, if I'm not mistaken.
0: And who doesn't love peace and freedom? That
1: Terrorists, good. that's who.
0: <laughs> vote for Roseanne.
1: Oh, you're a terrorist. <laughs> Alright, moving on from terrorism. Um, <laughs> I have a question on Facebook from Ken who asks Have there been any mentions of Death Before on DVD? Some of us have a free one coming. It was available at the TV tapings on Saturday. I believe it was released today as part of the Tuesday rollout, unless. I got mine oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure. I think there was someone on the forum posted yesterday saying that they'd received theirs. so I should imagine you'll receive yours probably in the next couple of days. And I, I, it was released today as part of the Tuesday rollout, so. Along with uh, the disc Stevens is waiting for.
0: Yes. The Best of Women of Honor.
1: Wow, that, I've already ordered it. I've ordered five copies.
0: One for every room in that. the house?
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And one for the garden as well.
2: Is anybody going to review the Japan's Finest DVD?
0: There was a Japan's Finest DVD?
2: Yeah. Last last week, I think. I really want to watch that DVD. Well, more than welcome to... uh, I wrote all about it in the uh, ROH World Weekend Roundup, just FYI.
1: Yeah. Um, Another question on Facebook from... It's not a question anymore, just just a... sentence really <laughs> he says I wasn't going to new york for final battle that changed with ladder war so no,
2: as i mentioned earlier i think a lot
1: of people sorry
2: that was a fragment technically
1: sorry about that um, yeah i th- I, th- I said uh, i think a lot that, you know that that match will bring a lot of sort of people who've doubted ring of honor recently and, and just get their attention again so i think that's good for the, the whole show really um I think that's the that's the end of the questions that don't sort of give away any spoilers from the TV tapings. We'll discuss those after we've discussed the actual TV tapings, which I believe we'll talk about now. So pass it back over to Des. That's
2: right. So we are about to go down the road to final battle here, everybody. So if you wish to abandon us at this part of our journey, you are advised to do so. This is your official spoiler warning. Okay, that's enough of a warning.
1: There's going to be spoilers now, people. Yes. So if you don't like spoilers, go.
2: Here's a match that I think if I saw, I would want to leave the building immediately. It was a dark match, and uh, there are two names listed here. It was Derek Dean versus
1: Jimmy Nuts. N-U-T-T-S. Wow. That, that They both have star written all over them.
2: Yeah, star power. In this opening dark match here, it was... Uh, From what I understand, a very indie-feeling match, lots of botched spots, and uh, just not a fun match.
1: (laughs) That's a surprise (laughs) with those names.
2: (laughs) That's your dark match. Show opened up, the Briscoes came down, and they called out everybody in the locker room except for Lethal, Scum, and Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team, and that's when they introduced Nigel as the new matchmaker for Ring of Honor. Nigel basically said that Ring of Honor is no longer as awesome as it used to be, and he meant to change that, I guess. And uh, here's, here's what I'm looking forward to on TV. Allison Kay, the lovely Allison Kay making her debut in Ring of Honor against Mischief. And uh, I don't know if anybody else is, is really familiar with Kay's work. Uh, she's done some great work uh, for a promotion I cover, AIW. She's the champion there right now, and she's just fantastic at, at what she's doing. And I'm really looking forward to watching this match on TV. I heard the crowd was really into it. It was pretty stiff. And uh, Mischief eventually won with the low blow and the code green. So... Very cool match there from Allison Kay. Then we got uh, Tadarius Thomas taking on Roderick Strong in a rematch of the match that never happened. At is uh, it
1: technically a rematch? Then if it never happened,
2: well, <laughs> I guess if you never saw the show, you wouldn't know this.
1: That's true.
2: Uh, well, uh, yeah, unless you know they give it away for free on Road Rage on Saturday, but that would No, never happen, be, right? they wouldn't do that. No, that's that's ridiculous. So basically the idea was that Truth Martini was trying to make amends with Roderick Strong, but Roddy Roddy basically blew him off. uh, And uh, let's see here. TD looked really good. And uh, Roddy won with a suplex into a backbreaker. And then basically Strong denounced his relationship with the House of Truth and called Truth. Well, he used an expletive word there, so let's just kind of skip over that. And you can see it for yourself on Ring of Honor TV
0: hope they use the ring bells to edit it out if like they used to.
2: <laughs> I love when they do that. It's so
1: campy. That's <laughs> well, campy I, for Camp Strong, isn't it? So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish I had that song. Our, our producer did not give me that song. I can uh,
0: sing it if you want me to. I do a I mean cover this. of it. It's
2: all right. So, uh, Nigel McGinnis announced the new TV title belt, and he also announced that Jerry Lynn would be at Final Battle wrestling somebody. So That I makes really me happy. I really think Final Battle is shaping up to have something for everyone. You've got Jerry Lynn, you've got Generico, you've got Steen, you got Matt Hardy. I mean, there's, there's <laughs> everything. So, uh, I, I, mean, th- event- I think it
1: was. I'm glad that they've they've given Lynn you know one last match in ROH because I know he's oh yeah he's an, he's sort of on like his retirement tour, isn't he now? So, yes. you know, with him being a former champion and you know he's you know he's been a big deal in the wrestling business during his career, so. I, I think it's a, a good move and a classy move from ROH to give him, you know, one last one last match of fun about.
2: Main event saw Adam Cole defending the Television Championship, the new Television Championship, against Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Cole eventually won with the Florida Key. This was a really good match, it says here, and uh, the crowd erupted into a "This is awesome" chant. Davy Richards was on commentary for this match, so uh, still a little involvement there with Kyle O'Reilly and that was your first show leading into final Battle?
0: That show sounds awesome.
2: It sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? I mean, I get to see my women of honor and uh, we get a cool TV main event there. So, how can you complain about that? So, Matt, our show number two, wrestling great Greatest Tag Team, were complaining about not getting a title shot and uh, Nigel McGuinness basically said that he, they'll have a match and if they win, they get a shot. And so they took on Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander, and guess what? They lost. Yay! <laughs> it was BJ Whitmer and Rhett Titus who played uh, interference here. They had a really long segment, and uh, eventually, let's see, they did a lot of stuff here, and none of it seemed significant.
1: Well, uh, oh, it's the BJ Express. Nothing they do is significant. But yeah, that's that's basically wrestling's great team since they came into ROH. They've done nothing sort of have any substance to be honest yeah so uh
2: alexander splashed benjamin who was trying to get the pin and so alexander got the win there so i don't know martin controversy maybe (laughs) squash match alert bobby fish destroyed ryan mcbride this will be your bathroom break when uh this airs on tv there you go you're welcome
1: we need we yeah. need a job alert sort of sound, don't we? We've got a spoiler alert. We need a job alert. Well, we need a it should squash be the spoiler alert.
2: alert, but slightly lazier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> then Just a
2: duck quacking. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, America's favorite broadcast journalist, Veda Scott, interviewed uh, Bobby Fish, and they talked about Japan. And Fish said that he was looking forward to seeing what happened between Eddie Edwards... Or excuse me, between Davy Richards and Kyle O'Reilly. And uh, Fish also put over Eddie Edwards in this interview. So we got to the confrontation of the century. Davy Richards and Kyle O'Reilly. So uh, they basically talked about the relationship that Richards and O'Reilly had. They teased making up. They shook hands. And then Kyle turned on Davy. That fiend! And then Fish came down and he helped Kyle O'Reilly beat on Davey Richards, so Bobby Fish is okay. a heel, everybody. That should be
0: awesome. I'm happy about that. That should be really cool. As long as this O'Reilly and Richards' feud ends with O'Reilly stabbing Richards in the eye like he <laughs> said he would. I don't remember that.
1: I'm glad they're actually, you know, they're, they're giving something, you know, O'Reilly something to do now, and, and it's, it sounds like it's going to fit in well with everything that's going on with, you know, with, with Fish joining them as well, so I'm, I'm all for this as well. I think it's a good use yeah. of a fish he's only just come in but throwing him straight in there into a meaningful storyline is, is a good choice in my opinion.
0: And O'Reilly is really good when they allow him to play this prick of a character. Just allow him just, to be
1: him, by the same. Yeah, so, so now they're <laughs>
0: gonna keep on, I guess, utilizing that going forward. It can only
2: mean good things. That's right. And uh no, should be great, should be great. Uh main event Scum defeated the as you call them, the BJ Express to retain the tag team titles thanks to wrestling's greatest tag team running interference here and uh, allowing, uh, let's see here.
1: Uh, I thought everybody called him the BGX, what, what, uh, what I don't know. I've never heard that before.
2: Allowing Carino <laughs> to beat Titus with a backdrop hold. A backdrop hold.
1: All right. Why does every wrestling's greatest tag team feud just end in hundreds of matches, ending in some sort of DQ or interferences? They've been doing the same thing for the last, especially with Rhett Tires as well. They've been doing the same thing with Rhett Titus for ages now, and it's just—it's getting so tiresome. Because they're, they're, they're not really men. Wrestling.
2: They're just not nice people.
1: Well, no, I suppose I, don't know. I mean he's a heartthold after all. But yeah, really. I don't know. I think they just need to do something. Wrestling's greatest tag team. I just, apart from Haas's, you know, brilliant heel work, I just don't see anything from them that's entertaining anymore. Especially Shelton. I just don't. There's nothing that he does that makes me sort of, you know, want to see him in action. And it's it, Haas basically saves that tag team, and when you say that, you know, something's wrong because in the ring he's, yeah, you know, in the ring Shelton's much better. I still don't know why they haven't given Shouton more singles matches, but there we go.
2: Do you guys want to guess what happened after Ret Titus lost?
1: He got angry. He kicked his ass. Oh, mm. yes.
2: So poor Rhett Titus got beat down by wrestling's greatest tag team once again to end show number two. And we got into show number three with a much better tag team match. The Headbangers taking on the Briscoe okay. Brothers. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Jay won again with the roll-up. So is this the only way you can beat the Headbangers?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, to, they cannot figure out how to kick out of, the, out of roll-ups. That's their it's weakness. Hard. After 17 years in the business, they still haven't learned how to counter a roll-up. All right. It, it's the skirts. Maybe if you're wearing a skirt, it's really hard to kick out of a roll-up. I mean, Have you ever tried to kick out of a roll-up in a skirt? I haven't. I no, I well, I've never been rolled up I when judge. I've worn a skirt, though. But you have Maybe wore a skirt. Let's just clarify that. I, I,
0: I'm not saying
2: yes, and I'm not saying <laughs> that.
0: Well, for me, it's like, either one or the whatever other. You, I, I, whatever I've... you visualize
1: a fantasize, be the truth.
2: <laughs> I've been rolled up, and I've worn a skirt, but both have not have been at the same time.
1: Um, This needs to be tested. We need someone to test this out. Yes.
2: Adam Page. He's back on the show, everybody. And he's against QT Marshall, which I guess I need to get used to calling him, because I just call him QT
1: Marshall. I I just call him worthless. (laughs) I call him God's gift. That's what you should call him. Have a bit of respect for the man. All
2: right. Uh... Somebody won here.
1: I'm guessing QT Marshall won, or did he job to another newcomer? Like he did the to, results obviously.
2: are very unclear. Very maybe
1: unclear. maybe everyone just went to the bathroom during this match and no one actually saw what happened. I
2: have what happened.
0: What happened? Oh. QT Marshall defeated Adam Page. After the match, Francis comes out and attacks R.D. Evans.
2: Yes, and he took Nonna, his clothes
0: off. He ripped his clothes off. Now, yeah, Nigel, I might not wait to this. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness came out and told Evans to keep his pants on nah. that he wouldn't be talked down to by somebody with the with, with, the, with the genitals of a four-year-old.
2: <laughs> now, now say that like Nigel would say it. Uh,
0: Steven, you said you yeah, had the accent. I don't have Nigel's accent. Yeah, close enough. We can't tell the difference.
2: Yeah, we're American. <laughs> Come on. Well, what must I supposed to say?
0: Genitals of a
1: four-year-old. Genitals of a four-year-old. <laughs> it sounds exactly the same. It sounds so close. I, I, I put a Nigel accent on them. That's not my normal, normal accent. <laughs> I have a special Nigel accent that I just break out now and again. Well,
0: okay. I can't do
1: British accents. Hello, governor. That's all I can say. Accent. <laughs> when Americans it's, do... It's some tea. You sound Italian. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're close enough. When, when most Americans do British accents, they just do an Australian accent. Um, I, I don't think I don't think Australian accents and British accents are anything like each other. But... Yeah, I've, I've been. I thought it was a good actually. British accent. Just say "good,"
0: "I," "mate," really fast, and it'll sound so Australian.
1: Good,
2: mate. Uh, I don't
1: know the difference. They all sound the same. Sorry. No, but then again, I I can't tell but tell any difference between American accents. I think they all sound the same, apart from like rednecks. But no, like. <sighs> Well, you think it, all
0: America is the Midwest also though?
1: Yeah, that's true. So what do I know?
2: Is, is the cockney <laughs> accent for you is that the your equivalent of the redneck accent? I'm just curious. I know we're, um, we're way off
1: track now. Then, uh, I don't know. I mean, there are you wouldn't think so, but there are just there are loads of different accents in in England. Like the, the worst ones are probably the Scouser accent which is Liverpool. That's probably the worst one in England. Is that like
2: the honey boo boo of England?
1: Yeah, that, that's the worst one. You, you can, it, it's a struggle to understand those people sometimes.
0: No, the, the southern accent isn't that bad, but I guess I'm used to it from living in the south. The worst is the New York or oh, Boston God. accent.
2: I spent, I, a, I, I spent a month in New York, and I wanted to bash my brains against the wall. It was so bad. Sorry, New York, but I hate your accent. Yes.
1: Ugh. I, I hate Vince Russo's Boston. accent. I think he's from New York, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. His accent really annoys me. Really- but he annoys me, so maybe that's a coincidence. Maybe you just associate the
2: New York accent with Vince Russo.
1: Yeah, it must be. Could
2: that be it? Anyway. Uh, a <laughs> bit
1: of a second, tangent there. <laughs> yeah,
2: we do that a lot on, on my show. I, yes. Um, basically, it's going to be Artie, Evans, and Prince Nana at Final Battle.
1: In a match, they will wrestle each other. That is going to roar. This will, this will be the best match ever. I'm so this is part the, of the... Forget that of all, This is the match I'm looking forward to on the show.
2: Okay, so in exactly five minutes, we need to call Prince Nana, and we must discuss <laughs> exactly this five epic minutes. match. In exactly. Okay. It's actually four minutes and 50 seconds now that we must call him in.
1: We, we should definitely try and get him on the show before that match. to see what you've got to say about, about it. That'd be fun. I bet he's eating a lot of... Um, Shrimp cocktail. Peanut and, soup. Yeah, peanut butter soup and shrimp cocktail and yeah. get ready for that match. Get ready. Is peanut butter soup a real thing?
2: It could be, John.
1: It's probably not, but it's Prince Nana, so you're not going to say that to me, are you? Yeah, you're ah.
0: not going to question the Nana. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so main
2: event number three here. It's Davey Richards and Michael Elgin in the rematch of Match of the Year candidate from back in April. And uh, another good match I hear here. Uh, crowd was hot for the entire thing and uh, just a fantastic, fantastic match. Basically, Truth Martini tried to get, uh, he tried to get Michael Elgin to uh, not face Roderick Strong at final battle like he intended to do. And uh, Elgin basically blew Martini off and said, I'm going to wrestle Roddy at final battle. So there, Truth, you bully. <laughs> and uh, good match. I'm trying to find the finish here. I'm not very good at reading spoilers, you guys.
0: Uh, and right here it says, Michael Elgin defeated Davey Richards with the Elgin Bomb. Which I'm guessing is the spin-out
1: spinning power bomb he hits.
2: Yes. I've never heard them call it the Elgin Bomb before.
1: I haven't either. I think, so. I think that's sort of the unofficial name for it. That's weird. It, it, does, it deserves a name because saying spinning sit-out powerbomb is a bit of a mouthful. So Elgin Bomb is much simpler.
2: Spinning sit-out powerbomb. Uh, oh, at one point here too, uh, Richards yelled American Wolves in the middle of the match. I guess while well, he was getting really intense. Which I guess are leading people to speculate that, in fact, it will be Eddie Edwards teaming with Davey Richards to take on Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish at final battle. But as of press time, ladies and gentlemen, that match has not yet been confirmed.
1: Maybe Davey just has like, Tourette's and he just randomly shouts out American Wolves at random time.
2: I'd like it better if he just shelled out random tag team names <laughs> Demolition! <laughs> the Killer Bees!
0: <laughs> been on a mission! <laughs> Hollywood <they were> Blondes! <laughs> the Naturals!
1: Uh, we're gonna keep going. I've not to keep going with this. It's...
0: Radicals! Team, can- Team <laughs> Canada!
1: <laughs> British Bulldogs! <laughs> stop now, stop. Alright. This gonna be a challenge for one week. We, we just have to. Name the most
2: random tag teams we can. <laughs> yeah. Do some Domino So, Bobby Fish. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly... <laughs> I like that. You,
1: you snook that in and didn't give us a chance to respond. That was good. I like it. They took on the Bravados
2: here. Uh, I guess this is their chance to establish themselves as a heel tag team. Which, again, baffles me because weren't the Bravados heels like two weeks ago?
1: They, they still can't decide what to do with the Bravados, can they? They're just... I don't know. They're, and it, it sounds from the result of the match that they're, they're not really going to be doing much, so... It might be kind of waiting
0: to after Final Battle to do something with the Bravados since they've already had all this build-up. And maybe after Final Battle we'll see some more plans pushed forward with the Bravados. Or at least I hope we do. Yeah, something I I really decisive. Like
2: Hopefully we, we can yeah, at least just, figure out if they're good or bad. That, I'd like that. Yeah, just
0: just do something with them and make them, make them not so irrelevant, basically. Make them,
1: make them more than just a job or tag team. That'd be good. I mean, when they came back from Japan, they could have really used that to push them forward, but they didn't, you know, they were saying, oh, you know, they've been to Japan, but they weren't, they weren't, you know, pushing them forward and using that as a base to sort of get them over a bit more. They just said, oh, they've been to Japan, and they were still losing every match. So what was the point of... I mean, it's not like Japan was
0: just an extended vacation their grandma paid for them to go on. (laughs) Yeah.
2: All right, so then we moved on, and we had Jay Lethal taking on Chris Silvio, but... I guess before he took on Silvio, he complained about uh, he complained about not getting his title shot at final battle, and he said that he would in fact cash in his title shot there, no matter what Nigel had to say about it. So there's, uh, there's Lethal being a, a defiant Debbie once again. So uh, Lethal won. he beat Chris Silvio with a lethal injection, and then your main event for TV.: hey, Chris show... Silvio
0: is the psychedelic superstar, right? Yes, good
1: that's <laughs> <Not total. laughs>
2: all alright uh, this I guess was a glorified squash match for the Ring of Honor world title Kevin Steen beat Mike Bennett and uh, Kev. I guess Karina was on commentary so we got that to look forward to as the fans chanted JCL yes what's and JCL I-, I-, I guess it's a play on JBL I don't know <laughs> and uh, Steen was wearing a shirt that read I'm a lady
1: <laughs> Isn't well, that Maria's
2: shirt?
0: Yeah, that's Maria's shirt because Mike Bennett wears it from time to time, and I giggle.
2: <laughs> there you
1: go then. Didn't uh, didn't Jimmy Jacobs wear it at one point as well? For a, I think he wore it for a match or a promo or something. So, well, yeah. Jimmy Jacobs is the princess. Yeah, he's he's the original lady, so Yeah.
2: So Steen eventually beat Bennett with a package pile driver, and like I said, glorified uh, glorified squash. And, uh,
0: that makes me sad. I was hoping they'd use this opportunity to give Mike Bennett some real offense and on Kevin's team and kind of show that he can hang with the world champion instead of just further having him just float around aimlessly around the card.
2: Well, expect him to keep on floating.
1: Well, that, that flows quite nicely into a, a little plug-on again. Um, there was an article that went up on rhworld.com yesterday, I believe, about – it was actually by me uh, concerning Mike Bennett and sort of what has gone wrong you know, with him in, in Ring of Honor and sort of what his future holds. So yeah, maybe give that a read and give me your thoughts on Bennett because I, 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 I've I, realized I actually quite like Bennett. I didn't sort of realize until I was right, <laughs> writing this that I actually would like to see more of Bennett and I think he's been shortchanged a little bit. So maybe give that a read and let me know your thoughts on, on Mike Bennett and uh, you know what you think should be, uh, you know, what I think R.H. should do with him in the future.
2: That's right, the curse of the prodigy.
1: Yeah. That's the one.
2: So, then afterwards, Jay Lethal came out. They tried to fight. And uh, I guess people came out and they didn't let him. So That's a bit uh, of an anticlimax. Yeah, building up a match that uh, you're not really guaranteeing at Final Battle, seeing as Steen's facing Generico. But then again, it leaves you to think.
1: Yeah, I think that. that I mean, obviously, that we're going to have to see Steen and Lethal at some point because. This storyline is still, and I, I suppose you could give them props just for pushing it along a bit rather than just forgetting it until final battle and then doing it afterwards. I mean, I suppose they are trying to sort of keep it relevant and push it along while, yeah,
2: you know, while they're like, not going to
1: face off a final battle.
2: I feel like maybe it's going to confuse people and they're not going to know what they're what they're going to tune into final battle to watch. But maybe I'm just underestimating the uh, Ring of Honor fan.
1: Yeah, the the the, the wrestling fan is. Is an intelligent breed.
2: Yeah, smarter than your average bear is the wrestling fan. <laughs> uh, Davy Richards squashed Vinny Marseglia to open the final TV show uh, for this set of tapings. Then we had Mike Mondo. He came out to do an interview with Kevin Kelly. Of course, Mondo injured his ankle uh, last month. And uh, he talked about getting injured. And he talked about dreams and such. And then Strong came out and he kicked Mondo's crutch. Because he's a bully, you see.
1: And oh, uh no Bastard
2: Be a star, Roddy <laughs> What a hail Algin came <laughs> he's out Be a star <laughs> Algin came out And uh, he ended up attacking Roderick Strong with a crutch And apparently you couldn't hear anything in the arena So hopefully we can hear stuff on TV Because that would help That
0: would, would. Yeah. Or they could put you cut this and it would make no difference If we can't hear it
2: Well They could mime it They could do like a mime <laughs> That'd be fun It'd be different
1: Put put subtitles
2: or something. All right, main event. Last main event of this set of TV tapings. Presumably this will air the weekend of Final Battle, so you don't really have anything to, yeah. uh, Because this really doesn't make sense. A Steel City street fight. Steve Carino versus Jay Briscoe. And uh, they killed each other is basically what they did here. I think this is the (laughs) match where Carino got the injury and uh, he's okay now.
1: Yeah, I think he got suplexed onto a guard rail, I believe, and injured his ribs. Mm. Yeah.
2: And at one point, Jay took a hammer and hit the ring bell with the hammer on Carino's head. So that must have sucked.
1: <laughs> a little bit, I should imagine, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Mark They came
0: out- really wish they would, this is a side note, I really wish they'd push Jay Briscoe more as a singles wrestler, because I think he could potentially be one of the best Ring of Honor has to offer. But go on with what you're saying.
2: Uh, well Carino hit a backdrop through a table and then yeah Jay got, or uh, sorry Carino yeah, got suplex onto the guardrail and uh, Jay won with Coleman, what? C&C coming down they attacked uh, people and uh Carino got stretchered out of here. And then it finished with Steam cutting a promo on Generico's mask which I presume was awesome to end the show so uh, maybe this was the go home show to final battle. Maybe this does have some significance now that you think about it, because you do have that closing generical promo.
0: I don't know. Well, they usually show the go home show the night the show actually airs. So
1: yeah, it it's kind of both. weird. The final battle was on uh, on a Sunday, isn't it? So at least it will be the day after. <laughs>
2: it makes sense this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit.
2: It was by accident, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Um, I suppose before we finish, there's a cu- there was a couple of questions from uh in the forum that were spoilers so we'll talk about those quickly yes. now. Let's um, analyze
2: those spoilers.
1: 187 Joeism asks uh, what do you prefer for final battle? Kyle O'Reilly versus Dave Richards or American Wolves versus O'Reilly and Fish? I
0: like American Wolves versus O'Reilly and Fish.
1: Yeah, me too. I think this as I said I think it, it fits in really well. I mean obviously Fish has the has the uh, history with uh, Edwards. I, I believe they went over to Japan as a tag team, didn't they, recently? And,
2: yeah, for the uh, tournament.
1: Yeah, so, you know, they, they obviously have history, and obviously O'Reilly and uh, Richards have history. So I think this is a good way of reintroducing the American Wolves. And O'Reilly and Fish might actually work as a sort of a you know, tag team down the line as well. So that's, by doing this, you've created two new tag teams into the tag, you know, tag team division that maybe was struggling a bit, so... Uh, yeah, in my opinion, I'd go for American Wolves against O'Reilly and Fish.
2: Yeah, I, d- I definitely see this also spinning off into a singles program or at least one more singles match between Richards and O'Reilly. Um, so I-, I do hope it goes that way, and I do hope we get the singles match eventually. But right now it's a-, it's a really cool way to bring in Fish and kind of establish him as a guy who belongs on internet pay-per-view. So I think it's fine. It's a uh, it's going to be a good match too, so that's, uh, I have no problem with this.
1: Mm. And as you say, you know, having Richards and O'Reilly, you could easily have Fish and, and Edwards as well. So that's two, you know, two sig- singles matches to look forward to in the future as well. So, um, and the next one, halfunk 93 asks, who do you think Joey Lynn's opponent will be at Final Battle?
0: That I have no idea, to be honest. Is a tough question?
2: <laughs> Homicide.
1: Uh, mm, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, and they, they they do. Yeah, homicide is the go to guy for New York pay per views, isn't it? Um, I mean do you think it should be a guy that he's gonna put over or do you think it just should be to someone to come in and have a good last match with? I think for Lynn it should be somebody
0: to come in and just have a good last match with.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't plus who do you have right now, who's at that level where they're ready to be put over I guess maybe Bennett?
0: Yeah, I was thinking Mike Bennett is the only other option I could think of. And if you're going to
1: have Lynn come and push money over, I think it would be Bennett. But they had Storm come and put over Bennett, and that's not really done anything for him, so I don't think this would really do much for him either, so... Yeah,
2: it's interesting to see what they'll do, but you know, it's keeping us guessing, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. yeah of of that, course, uh, Versa- Redwood. Oh, uh, yeah. Obviously. There yeah. um, are the two questions we had left, so... That's the end of the edition of Topics.
2: All right. So, everybody, that's a wrap then, I suppose. And thank you for struggling through this podcast along (laughs) with me. Of course, uh, my first time here steering the ship and probably my last. So thank you for joining us. And remember, you can keep up with everything Ring of Honor related. uh, uh, Ring of Honor related. That's why I'm fired. Uh, (laughs) All your Ring of Honor news, notes, and analysis always at your fingertips at ROHworld.com. Remember to hit them up on Twitter, ROH underscore world. Facebook, like them, check them out, friend them, message them, poke them if you must. Be friends
1: with us. We need friends.
2: Yeah, they need friends. Come on. Facebook.com forward slash ROHworld and get on that forum, message about, send PMs, have lots and lots of fun. ROHworld.com slash forum. And uh, if there's anything I missed... I do apologize. Hey, email Jim Cornette. Send him funny pictures of cats. Do it. And uh, we'll see you back here next week with another ROH cast. See ya.